With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Ooh, Bosco's boys. Come on, boys. Oh, boy. The boys are back in what a depressing depressing loss um sponsored by spotify green room going live uh, after every midweek basketball game and this is an all-time this is an all-time uh all-time loss um you do so much to try to quite get it extended um you have your best player turn the ball over um late uh you, you you miss a bunny right at the right at the rim and that is just a frustrating gut-wrenching way to lose a basketball game um it's the beginning of the end. I, I mean, you needed this one. This was a must-win game. Um, there is no coming back from this. This is the beginning of the end of the Bruce Weber era. I know a lot of folks probably were already there before this game, but there is absolutely no way – uh, that they're going to come back from this. This was a must-win game. I, I've said it a couple times now. Uh, I'm just at a loss. Again, you uh, have all sorts of disturbing stuff happen throughout the entire game, uh, which led to being in this position. But when you have your best player uh, make a boneheaded move, turning the ball over, um, and then they hit a three, it's just it's – just, uh, Devastate. I don't know how else to put. It. Just a devastating way to lose. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you're you're at eight and seven, zero and four. This is the beginning of the end. Uh, people are going to be ranting and raving uh, on Twitter, wanting to fire Bruce right after the game. He's not getting fired right after the game. Uh, but this is the end. Um, there's no way around it. He needed to go to the NCAA tournament to save his job and digging this big of a hole and losing at home from TCU, it's over. And just the way the big 12 is just the way that uh, how deep and strong this league is, he, I, we're going to finish last in the conference. Um, there, there's no way around it. So uh, that's my two cents. We'll go to Grant and then we'll just kind of go around the table and just uh, be miserable together. We'll go, 
uh, for, uh, I'll probably cut it short, no longer than 30 minutes, but let's just get into it. Grant, go ahead. Oh man. I mean, that's gotta be it, right? Surely. I don't know how he survives the week. Um, oh, don't be saying, and I, you, how? that's fine. No, how? Grant, how? fucking you stop. See? Grant, be, if you truly mean that, then make a better, say something that isn't just like this hot take stuff. He's gone. How is that like, a hot take? I'm, I'm supported You think he's that. getting fired this week? Oh my God, stop cutting me off. Shut the fuck up. I'm supported by everyone in this room in saying that, that I would not at all be shocked. That is the type of loss that gets a coach fired literally that, the same week. But that's fine, but it's not going to happen. Shut and the fuck is- up. Holy shit. Stop interrupting me. Before we get into anything, I want to say I know we're all suffering, but holy shit. The, the kids, we got to remember that these are like 18, 19-year-old kids that just lost in like the most grueling, embarrassing way possible. So let's let's remember that before we pile it on. Uh, on social media and all that shit because they see that they see it everywhere they're gonna look at it and it feels bad for them so i know we're all pissed off and that was like a just calamitous collapse and you know those are the types of painful losses that make it really easy to just go insane on twitter but um i just wanted to say that before we get into anything about the game but um yeah that's definitely the end. I don't see any way we come back from this. We kind of had to run off a few in a row to get some momentum back, get any any sort of semblance of a chance to salvage anything from the season. But um, that's it. 0-4, that's just the reality. These games are ash now. They are dead. There's no getting them back. Yes, we were shorthanded. It sucks, but we had to win tonight. We didn't. We had a chance to win, and it was just another failure. Just a failure that starts from the top, and uh, those are the games that, you know, winning is contagious. You win those games, and maybe you can build off of it, but losing is also contagious, and we're about to probably lose a lot of games, but I'll let somebody else take the stage. Yeah, we'll go to Connor next. Connor, what are your thoughts? You know, I I think, God, I mean, it's – Grant's right. You gotta, you gotta give it to the kids because I mean they, I mean they seem to really care. You see the way they play in some of those other games with when they're shorthanded, they don't have their coaches. They play hard, uh, and then they, you know, they come out here tonight. And I, you know, I kind of was barely watching to be quite honest, just because I've been so, you know, apathetic about it. But uh, man, it, you know, they seem flat at times, and it's like how, and maybe it is just like a. a side effect of you know losing so much i'm not sure but god it's just it's so it's just it's so hard to watch right now and i think this just puts a cap on exactly what everyone's been feeling the past couple years yeah and i think i think that is accurate and i think there is a uh there is a level of apathy with some k-state fans but but i do want to challenge that because i i think some folks throw apathy out there when there is uh, just anger, because at the end of the day, every every time there's a game on, uh, it is just a myriad of fire fire Bruce, all this type of stuff on Twitter. People are still watching. People are still invested. At least this little corner of the internet. Um, again, it's not going to change anything. Like I said in the open, Bruce is gone. He needed to go to the NCAA tournament. He's not going to come back from losing the TCU at home and starting own four. 
uh, it's done. Uh, it's dusted. Uh, but I, I think that we're going to see, uh, you know, the same stuff for the next two months. And then I think you're going to see fans very invested in the coaching search when it happens. I, I think, uh, and, and this isn't meant to be pointed at you, but I think a lot of folks are, are trying to act like, oh, you know, w- this is a hole we're never going to dig out of. That's not true. The next coach, if he has success, we're going to see the exact same level of fan buying we saw during Frank, during the good times with Bruce and all that type of stuff. So I, I don't think this is some death sentence. I think whoever the next coach is, hopefully it's a good coach and uh, he has quick uh, success so we can get that level of fandom back. But I think you still see K-State fans as passionate as always. It's just not uh, not a fun level of passion. So I, I think um, that's completely fair. You, you phrased that right. Maybe apathy is not the right word, but – it, your your passion's just directed in a different way, maybe, and you're more, I don't know, it's just so angry and it's so frustrating that it's it's hard to watch at times. Yeah, um, we'll go to Casey Railroader next. I, I see I see your comment in the chat, and you must have missed me yelling at Grant. I don't see any scenario in which uh, Bruce Weber is fired mid-season. Um, I I think. I, I, I think there's no chance that a guy who uh, got two Big 12 championships, a, an Elite Eight run, a guy who has given K-State, while some of their worst seasons ever, some of their best seasons at well, he's not going to get fired midseason. Um, and if he does, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, show up wearing a skirt to a live show. Uh, and if it is, if, if he is dismissed, it, it'll be, regardless it's going to be phrased as a retirement so um that's how it's going to happen it's going to happen at the end of the year but go ahead uh what are your thoughts on that game railroader yeah i agree i I don't think gene's a type of ad that would fire somebody like bruce mid-season i think like you said he'll wait maybe in a few weeks he might announce his retirement and then the rest of his season will basically be a retirement tour have a good send-off for the last game and that'll be it um, as far as that game goes, I don't know. I mean, they look good at times. They're decent at times and terrible at others. And the ending was just about as depressing as the women's game. Yeah, I, I think it's just been a calamitous uh, way to lose that game. And, and uh, you know, especially since they, they got it up to a couple possessions, but they did everything wrong down the stretch. And, and that's what just kind of makes it so frustrating. We'll go to Casey right next. Casey, uh, thoughts on the game, thoughts on Bruce, uh, oh. thoughts on Grant and I yelling at each other like an old married cup. It's just passion. That's all that is. Um, we got down 10, and I tweeted out, uh, fire, fire him. Let's start the search. I don't actually think – I agree. Uh, he would not get fired in the middle of the season. And then it looked like we were about to win, uh, which is fine. Go Cats. Uh, and so I was all prepared to – defend my tweet and say it hadn't changed my mind like I think it's time to move on from Bruce like I have for probably 80% of his tenure at K-State um and then I just proceeded to watch that complete meltdown and I'm not going to be one of those to say I'm happy it happened but uh, it's just it's just perfect you know it's just like I'm not surprised it's, I, I think it's a very stale program there's nobody at the game tonight. Maybe it's because of COVID. I don't know. Um, so, Bramlage is so empty. No one, I, I don't know. I, 
I'm gonna say apathy is not the right word. It kind of, it feels like apathy to me. I'm, doesn't seem like a whole a lot of people care that much. Um, but yeah, kind of just just sad. Ready to move on. Have been. Yeah, the the one thing about attendance again, I I have said this. I, I said this about football as well. And uh, I I think that when it, when it comes to attendance in live sports, and and I said the next coach comes in, he has success. We're going to see some of those same indicators. Uh, COVID just accelerated the death of large crowds at live sporting events. Um, again, you know, eight o'clock on a Wednesday for a shitty team. No, there, there's no no school in the country that is going to fill it up. And, and I understand what what you're saying there, and it's, it's sounding like, oh, I'm making mistakes for it, but I don't think that you see as mu- many folks just freaking melting down and living and dying by every possession on Twitter, on message boards, and all that type of stuff. If there's apathy, if you look at you know, again, everyone wants to make the comparison to KU football. Well, KU football, their fan, the the fans that are tweeting and showing up to their basketball games, all that type of stuff, you can't see them on Twitter, on message board, or anything talking about football. At the end of the day, it's the dominant thing on um, amongst K State fans, and it's just negative energy. So I I, I get what you're saying. I I still don't think apathy is the right word, but you know. At this point, we're just kind of talking vocabulary. A change is going to happen. At this point, it's obvious the change needs to happen. Uh, I'm finally there. Um, it sucks, but that's just kind of my point of view. Grant, I see you unmuted. What do you want to say? Maybe. Grant, did you mean to unmute? If not, we'll go to Chris. We'll go yeah. to Chris. Yeah, it was, it was disappointing. Um, after we got that turnover, um, I called it. I was like, we're going to lose this game. And it's gotten to the point where it's just become predictable almost. And then sure enough, they hit the three, go ahead. And then we don't, we have a bat, like a not, not great look or it was there. And then the shot was just awful. Um, so I guess it was a decent look, but <laughs> didn't come close to making it. And then I just, and I just started laughing at the end of the game. Like I was just like, it was just like I knew I saw it coming and then it was, it was not even a surprise. And so that's disappointing. Uh, kind of like Grant said, um, it's almost feeling like losing has become a habit and I feel bad for these guys because I, I sh- truly think they just, they don't know how to close out games. They don't know how to win these tight games. And that's a tough thing to do. You just you know, eventually have to win one and then they straight starts clicking, but they haven't yet. And I don't know if they'll get, over this hump, I don't think they will. Um, especially they they go through a gauntlet the next few games. I mean, they got uh, I think it was at Tech. I know KU's in there two day two games down the road. It's like Tech, Texas, KU, Baylor. I think those are the next four games. Oh yeah, and it's it's gonna get ugly. It's that's a gauntlet, and so you know I think the NCAA tournament's out of the question. Um, but you know what? You might be able to sneak uh, an upset win or a couple that won't at the end of the year won't really mean a whole lot because we still won't get in the tournament. But you might beat a top ten team or two, um, and then you can hang your hat on. But it's not going to get us into the tournament. And so it's sad. Um, but yeah, I think I don't. 
I don't think this was, this was definitely a must win game. Um, the, cause he, the one that he needed to win, but it, nah, I don't, there's, it's, it's, it's no more. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just going to stink cause the whole rest of the season is just going to be talking about the next coach and it's, it's just kind of a, we're in purgatory now until next year and the new coach. Yeah. And, and again, since we, uh, have this fun little deal that we have to go live at least once a week on Spotify green room. It, it's going to make these live shows uh, tough. You know, we, we have, you know, 38 guests and a handful of other folks who are uh, listening in that are registered. We have these folks on here. Eventually I, I'm guessing we're going to get smoked by Baylor, you know, Texas tech or something on a midweek game. And it'll just be me talking to, you know, Mike or railroad or, It'll just be three people. And, and I think uh, that is where maybe the apathy will come in. Maybe maybe the folks who are saying apathy, this might have been the last stand because now we all know, okay, there's, you know, there is no major moment that's going to happen for K-State basketball until the retirement announcement, uh, maybe the week of the Big 12 tournament. So, um, you know, maybe that's when – uh, Apathy's gonna check in, and 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 maybe I'm just getting caught up on vocabulary and trying to make something that's not. But we'll go to Mike next. Callie, Mike, uh, thoughts? Uh, you know, at least it's only 8:30 out out in California. Yeah, I got that going for me. Um, yeah, I was gonna mention the same thing. This was like a gut punch, just like last night with the ladies' team. Um, you know. Ladies team maybe a little bit worse because they led that whole game uh, and then lost at the end. But you know, I did the same thing. I texted my friends when uh, when Pat got the travel. I texted my friends. I said, "Okay, we lost." And basically, you know, it just comes down to this happens so often that you're like, "Oh, they lost it the K State way," and I hate that. Um, it just doesn't feel good. Uh, unlike you, I was not on the fire Bruce train, but this kind of took me there, uh, which is sad to say. Um, so, you know, it's not a good feeling. I'm going to continue watching every game, though, and I'll be sure to come to the live shows just to keep your audience there. You know, I'll commit to being here so that your audience audience wants to tune in. I'll, I'll give you that. Well, I can always rant by myself if we need to. And I, I think and I, I want to give a shout-out to Grant. Uh, because you mentioned it, they have to learn how to win. I think this is this is something that was underrated about when people want to look back to the Cam Barry and Dean team, how they kind of brought us up out of uh, that that funk. While there were some bad seasons before that, there were still one or two guys who had experienced winning. There's no one on this team outside of Mike McGurl, and you know Mike McGurl is what he is. He's he, he's not that rah-rah leader. He's not that guy who's going to pull everyone along with him. Uh, but there, there's no one on this team outside of him who knows how to win, who knows how to show these guys how to win. And they haven't been able to figure it out by themselves. And again, you know, uh, th- that was something that that trio figured out. You know, they had that buzzer beater versus Georgia where Dean had it. You know, you had some of those games where it's like, okay, they're figuring out how to win. We just haven't got those. Uh, and when when you have, they've turned it around and had disappointing games immediately after, so they don't learn how to win that. Grant, is your audio back? 
It is back. I think okay. somehow I got connected to Bluetooth somewhere. So I don't know. The show is playing somewhere in my house. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, these are not these are not bad players. Uh, that's what's so frustrating. We've got two good guards. We've got two pretty solid big men, and you know the cast around them is is good. The transfers have all been you know contributing consistently at a pretty pretty decently high level enough to finish mid in the Big 12 and get us into the tournament, I think. I think these players can get us into the tournament, but I don't know. Somebody tweeted it the other day. We're like 7-39. and 39. Now we're 7-40 and 40 in our last – or no, yeah, something like that in our last 40 conference games. I know that math doesn't add up because the numbers are fucking way wrong, but uh, it's just – that is what it is. We We need to relearn how to win again. The culture is gone. It's stale. And it's just so crazy. It's so crazy to look back and think about 2019 and how that was such a monumental failure and how that kind of kicked everything off. Never should have happened, ever. We should have built off of 2018, and you know we should be still functioning as a at least mid-tier Big 12 team. And somewhere along the way, we lost our way, and it's very, very – it's disheartening. Uh, it just sucks because I miss basketball. It's – it's it's a lot of fun when you're playing well and you know the crowd is juiced and and everyone talks about their apathy. I think you nailed it. But look at us all, all of us dickheads in here in this room talking about it. And you know maybe that's just it's fun to watch a car crash. But we all want us to win. We all support the boys and we just want to win. Well, again. I don't. It's I don't sad. think that's true. I don't think everyone wants us to win. Well, I uh, I get that there are people that want us to lose because they're tired of being on this death march. But, you know, deep down, they still probably feel good when we win the game. I mean, and there's probably some psychos out there, but you get the, you get the sentiment. Um, it's just, it's, it's sad. It's very sad. And it's going to be tough to watch this, this uh, season kind of be dragged through glass for the rest of the games, because I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the players get up now. Um, they know it's over. They're going to keep fighting. They're going to keep putting in the work and that's going to, it's just going to be tough because we're going to get fucking battered in the next four or five games. And it's going to be, it's going to be tough to watch, but we'll talk about it. Maybe we can talk about Wordle or something. I don't even know what that is, but yeah, not, neither do I, 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 it, it's going to get ugly. This is, this is not going to be fun. It's going to be, it, it's not going to be fun. And we, you and I have talked before the podcast is tough when the team is losing. It's, it's tough to talk about people uh, start to tune out outside of this kind of last hurrah. Uh, there is something that you said that I wanted to talk about, and then we'll get uh, Mike Murray and then Mike Hoffman get their uh, thoughts before we end it with a closing question. I think a, a lot of folks talk about, you know, when we should have fired Bruce, all this type of stuff. I'm firm in saying this, the time to have fired Bruce honestly should have been the year after we won the big 12, because when you're bringing back Cartier Jada, Xavier Sneed and McCall main ween, you saw what they were able to do with the elite eight teams with the uh, big 12 championship teams. And you fail miserably with that group. I, I think that is when you need to hit the eject button because those were real players. There's no reason for that team to have been that bad. And if you weren't going to fire them, then, then you had to give them last year because we all knew that was going to be a shit year. 
Now, this year, it's indefensible. At this point, you had that great recruiting class that ended up not really panning out. Nigel Pack is turning out to be the only guy who's really a player amongst those guys. And now that there is no excuse around it. Um, it, if you weren't making the tournament this year, it had to be the end. And obviously it's at the end, but I, I do think looking back and again, hindsight is 2020, but when you have three legitimately good players, and then again, Mike McGraw has been around forever. It wasn't a hard reset after that big 12 championship team. When that team failed as miserably as they did, that had to have been in hindsight, maybe the time you hit eject instead of letting him rebuild it back up. But, you know, uh, can't go back in time. It is what it is. We'll go to Mr. Murray and then Mr. Hoffman. Then we'll end it with a uh, kind of final question. Yeah, uh, I saw, yeah, John Kurtz uh, made the connection that I was thinking of at, in the last minute of the game there with um, the Texas Southern game from like 2013 or 14, whenever that was, where, they, <laughs> where we were ahead by like six or eight points going into the final minute and a half and managed to lose. And it's just, yeah. (laughs) That one was way worse. Like, you know, I I get the connection, but that one was infinitely worse than this one. This one sucked. (laughs) That one was unworldly, but uh, I feel like we, we even probably had like, uh, I I vaguely remember having a pretty darn full crowd uh, to watch that collapse too, which (laughs) probably probably made it even more brutal, but yeah, no, it it sucks, and I think uh, I don't know. I mean, as far as the rest of the season, I mean, since the Big Twelve games have been close so far, I mean, they'll. I think we'll have a couple, you know, at least one fluky win over, you know, whether it's a Baylor or KU or whatever. Like we're we're gonna not we're gonna spoil somebody's day at some point. And that's gonna be a lot of fun. It won't be enough to change the trajectory of the season, but. There's plenty for the for the kids to to play for, you know, whether it's you know whether it's the team or whether it's Bruce's final year or hey, you've got you've got some sweet name name image and likeness stock stock to keep up. So it's uh no plenty of plenty of stuff to play for, and I I think we'll at least have a couple fun games ahead. Yeah, I I I don't think we'll go uh, winless, although I don't think we'll be favored in another game this year, uh, but. Oh man, it just it just sucks, and and the realization just really sucks, and it's hitting. We'll go to Mr. Hoffman, and then uh, we'll have a closing question to go around, and then we'll call it a night. Mike H. Man, I'm just go. ready to there watch some. I'm just ready to watch some fun basketball again. See him win. Not going to games expecting to lose. I mean, it's. It's just tough. You watch these games, and and uh, it's it's just it's you know when you win, it's really great. But man, it's just tough. I, I'd I'd like to be excited again about going to ball games and and uh, just having a good time. Yeah, no, I get that. But and again, I I hate saying this because because again, it doesn't matter. But every single one of the games have been close, and I think that's maybe why this hurts so much for me. If we would have gotten boat race and didn't find our way back into those Arkansas and Illinois games. And if each of these big 12 games would have been like, yeah, we had no business uh, even thinking we could win them. Um, I, I probably would have, it, it probably honestly wouldn't hurt as much as it does right now. So uh, the, the fact they're so close really is what bugs me, but I hear you. And, and you know, I, I, I think everyone wants that. Um, it, it will be interesting to see 
how quickly folks uh, will turn on a dime? Or is it really truly anyone but Bruce? Or are we going to have something where it's a underwhelming hire and then uh, we, we all kind of go through this whole song and dance, make them prove it again? Because at the end of the day, the only, I think, slam dunk guy that's going to rejuvenate like revitalize K-State to the point before a game's even tipped off as Brad Underwood. And that's not realistic, especially after that extension he just signed. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the reaction is going to be when we eventually get that hire um, because we saw the reaction with Kleiman. I mean, hell, we saw the reaction with the baseball coach. Uh, I, I think K-State fans have inherently kind of uh, – not liked a lot of hires. I mean, when's the last time we made a hire and, and the fan base was like, yes, we're on board. Even Frank, people were like, this guy was a high school math teacher five years ago. So I think K-State fans inherently aren't going to like the next coach. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see the reaction that happens. Um, Mike, any final thoughts? And then I'm going to do a roundtable quick hitter with a final question for everyone. Nah, uh, you know, mainly just be it'd be nice to have that feel it again when you're up late in the game to know that and have confidence that they're going to close it out and not piss it away. I mean, that's 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 about it. Well, as a nervous Nelly, I I don't think I've ever had that feeling. So um, we're going to go around the table. So um, I I think at this point we all know uh, this is the end. this is the final season for Bruce, um, barring some crazy miracle, which I just don't think is possible. So the uh, the roundup question is going to be, what is going to be, uh, as we're sitting here right now, what is going to be kind of uh, your opinion on the Bruce uh, legacy? Again, we'll, we'll probably readdress this. Actually, I know we'll readdress this. Uh, when it's all said and done, but it'll be interesting to compare and contrast everyone's feelings right after this and when it's all done. So if this is the end of Bruce, Connor, what are going to be your lasting impressions of him? Um, just probably mixed emotions mostly. Um, I mean, so many highs, well, maybe not so many, but a, a couple really, really good highs with those championships and a couple good seasons, but the lows being the lowest – what felt like the lowest we could have, um, you know, maybe, you know, a situation that went on a little too long. Maybe my opinion of it all would be a lot better if this change had been made sooner rather than later. But um, in this moment right now, it just, I feel such mixed emotions about it all. Um, it'll be interesting to see what I feel in a week. Yeah. Week. And then a couple months, I, I think, I think a lot of K-State fans will go through the full set of emotions. We'll go to Chris. Yeah, just a roller coaster, um, a ride it's been for what what's it been nine years, eight nine years, something like that. Because um, so yeah, it, it it's unfortunate. I think I, I've kind of hung in there with him. I think the first time uh, I I thought about that I thought Bruce had to go was back. Geez, we lost to OU by like thirty <laughs> and. Uh, we ended up making the tournament that year playing in the playing game. I was like, well, he earned his to stay. And then ever since then I was okay with it until now I think it's, it's time for a change. And I mean, he's getting old anyway, so it's time to get him out there. Um, and I just think the last couple of years it's, it's, you mentioned the year after Cardi, like 
that probably would have been the time, but at that time, I don't, I don't know who we could have realistically got other than some up and coming guy, but, um, hindsight's 2020. So who knows, but yeah, it just been a roller coaster. And, um, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's, those years were that, that elite elite eight run and the big 12 championship. Those were, those were good times, but it also stinks because people will point to like, well, the only reason why we got to the late eight is because kind of got lucky against. Oh, uh, I don't have time for anyone who does that because <laughs> that's what the tournament is. That's just I know. I know. I, I totally agree. And that you play the teams that you, that you play that are in front of you. And, and the thing is you can say, yeah, we played the 16 seed, but we also beat a good Kentucky team that year. So in the sweet 16. So uh, that, that run was, I, that was a fun run. Um, but people will still point to that. And then I think then the, the year we won the big 12 with the, those three, um, we lost the first round to UC Irvine and that sucked. Then that, that, that's been, that was the, ever since then it's been downhill and which just sucked, but you know, like, I, uh, so like who, I don't know who said it earlier. I'll keep watching. I'll keep rooting for the guys until the end. No, I like it. All right, Railroader. Uh, again, we'll, we'll readdress this again in two months when it becomes official. And hopefully, uh, I, I, I would like them to do it before senior day so uh, everyone can show up and properly uh, celebrate the good and put the bad in the rear view. But what what is, as we sit here today, your uh, lasting impression of the Bruce Weber legacy? I mean, everybody knows he's had his downs, but I mean, I – I like to, you know, think about all the all the good times that he's had. I mean, the Dean Barry and Cam, just their whole career here was awesome, and we wouldn't have had that without Bruce. And, yeah, no, I, I, I hear you just, there. That's what I think of when I think of Bruce. I mean, really. All right, we got three mics to uh, finish it out. We'll go to California first. Callie, Mike, uh, as we're sitting here, thoughts? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I feel like uh, I echo a lot of what people said here. He gave, Bruce has given us a lot of uh, good times. Um, and, you know, I wasn't I wasn't always, like, enthused about the hire. You know, I didn't know much about him anyway when they first hired him. Um, but, you know, I was, I've was i been a supporter, um, and I've, I've been opposed to most people who have uh, on the, been on the fire Bruce train uh, even this season. Um, but, you know, when you see sort of, um, you know, what we were put into the position of in terms of Bruce being on COVID protocol and having some other guys step to the, to the helm to coach the team, um, and get, even though, you know, it's, it's weird situation, uh, it gave you a look of sort of like, oh, this is, this is sort of like how the team can look slightly different with a different guy running the show. Um, and so, you know, I think I'm ready for that. Uh, I do appreciate Bruce. I, I thank him for everything he's brought to K-State, all those highs that everyone talks about. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, I'm ready for something new and just say thanks, Bruce, and enjoy your retirement. All right. We will go uh, Mike H., then Mike M., and then Grant will have the final word of the night. Well, for me, you know, the highs are great. Low sucked, <clears throat> you know, in the end, it kind of evens out to just kind of the average, I mean, if not a little bit below. I mean, I, it, it, you, know, you always remember the, 
the lows a little more than it seems like you remember the highs, but it's, it's time. It's time to do something different. Yeah, it, it is funny because I, I think uh, it would be a great case study to ask folks, would you have preferred, you know, the highs, which were the uh, Elite Eight, uh, the two Big 12 championships, uh, coupled with the lows, or would you have preferred to just be, you know, on the bubble uh, every single year, sometimes in, sometimes NIT, never high, never super low, uh, kind of Frank Martin without the Elite Eight run. Uh, again, Frank's cult of personality and had some really high big, big 12 finishes, never got the trophy, but he did get that Elite Eight. So not a perfect comparison, but uh, it would be a great case study to see what people would have preferred. I like the highs. I like the lows as well. So we'll go Mike M and then uh, Grant, you'll finish us off. Yeah, I know it's it's probably lame to admit, but I mean, it's what I probably cherish most or just, I mean, just beating KU twice while we were in college at, at home. I mean, was just, that was too much fun. You got the Scott and Grant LFG gif birthed out of that. I mean, it's, it was still good times. It wasn't, it wasn't quite like our first, uh, you know, first, uh, first couple of years there with Frank where you, in order to get a halfway decent seat, you had to show up a couple hours before the game. Um, but so, I mean, yeah, the energy was just kind of never there compared to what was there just the few years before, but it was, it was still fun for a while. Um, and, um, and yeah, he's sweetheart of a dude, Seemed to fit Manhattan just fine, but uh, but obviously too much mediocrity overall, especially in the postseason. But oh well, I mostly had a good. <laughs> All right, Grant, finish this off, and then uh, I'm gonna upload this and go to bed. This is way past my bedtime. I know, me too. Um, I mean, I think best way to describe the Bruce era is turbulent. Um. You know, Bruce was hated <laughs> since day one by a lot of people, even us, but we've evolved over time. Um, and it's, you know, it's been marked by those high highs, those low lows. He gave us experience we've never had. Two Big 12 titles, you know, I grew up basically never watching basketball. I was a bad fan. Uh, my family never went to Hoops games. It was all football. Hoops was basically born with Huggy uh, to me. And, you know, we had amazing times with Frank, but still, we never really sniffed a title. And Bruce got two, which is insane. But, you know, at the same time, in between those, literally the worst seasons in school history. Um, and we're on the we're on the way for, to another all-time bad. Yeah, year, yeah. So. I mean, I love Bruce. He's a great guy. He was gracious enough to come on our show and shoot the shit with us. He's after just, knowing what we <laughs> keep him really. Like, Likeable, yeah. funny, overall good guy. I'm Great so, so thankful to Bruce and the service that, you know, he's given to the university. And you know you know damn well what I am. But, I mean, right now I just, like, have a bad taste in my mouth. It's been so bad the last two and a half years. He just needs to go. It needs to end. We need some – we honestly, like, need some time and space from each other for me to better be able to kind of appreciate those incredible highs that we had that we never got to experience. And it was, it was great. We loved it. Um, but I mean, my final word, I would say just do your best finishing out this season as a fan to support the kids. Cause it's about the kids. It's not about Bruce. Really. It's not about us. So it's about the players do what you can.
that's all. There we go. We will be recording another show this weekend, and it will drop in the feeds Monday night. And, yes, even as this is going on, we will be going live for midweek games because we're going live at least once a week on Spotify Greenroom as long as they're still paying us. And, again, there's a lot of fun stuff besides us on Spotify Greenroom. Check them out and let them know Bosco's voice sent you. So maybe they send us a little bonus check. That's it tonight. We Thanks for coming on, everybody. Podcast Network.